Monogamish contains content intended for mature audiences. The views expressed here are for entertainment purposes only. Please enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Justina. And I'm Kenji. And, and we're, we're monogamish. And today we have Isabella Dalish on with us. I'm really excited about this one. Isabella has been friends with our producer for quite some time. So we're going to delve in and yeah. listen to all of our secrets. I know. <laughs> this is the first time we're meeting and you sound so interesting. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so how would you describe yourself? Let's start with that. We always ask this question. And when I say describe yourself, I want to know your sexual orientation and or preference. So bisexual female, and your relationship status. Okay, well, I consider myself heteroflexible. Okay. okay. And I also consider myself monogamish. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice. And the reason is is because um, I have a partner in California. I call him Daddy, and that's what he'll go by here is Daddy. And uh, <laughs> Okay. Um, so when, you know, when you're talking about Daddy, it's that one specific person. Correct. Okay. Correct. And so uh, we swing together in a normal world. Um, I wouldn't call this a normal world currently. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so outside of COVID times, you you swing together. Yes. But you have a long distance relationship. It um. Like? Well, it started off that way. Um. I'm a Colorado native. Okay. Um. Born, raised in Colorado Springs. Went to college down there. All the. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Such a conservative Uh, place for an Isabella Dollish to be born. I know. (laughs) No, no. I grew up in the underground of the Colorado Springs. Springs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So the The other side. side. The other side. (laughs) There there was places like Hide and Seek, which was um, this fabulous gay club, which was right off of Colorado and Walnut. Oh, wow. Right off of I-25, you know, right? Okay. There it was that corner building, most of it, and there were like five different clubs, and it was amazing. And it, uh, it was great until the original owner passed away, and then the person who inherited it, it's my understanding they didn't pay taxes, and poof. Oh, damn. Bye-bye. <laughs> so you grew up there. I grew up there dancing, you know, at, at the age of like 14. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and when you so, say dancing, you mean professionally? Oh, not no. not professionally at no. fourteen. No, this was just okay. going to the club when you're supposed to be a minimum of sixteen. Okay, oh, sneaking right, in, right. sneaking okay. in. Well, no, I just had my sister's ID. Oh, oh. <laughs> that works. Fake IDs. Yep, yeah, yeah. there you go. And we're we're talking, you know, the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it was yeah. easier then. I know, way easier. <laughs> now they scan them. Facial recognition is coming next. (laughs) 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 It's true. It's everywhere. So So you met him and you've had this long distance relationship with daddy. With daddy. Yeah. Yeah. We're going on three years now. And uh, um, I moved to California, though, in Sacramento um, in January. Uh, I'm out here for work right now, as well as to help out my family because my uh, stepmom injured herself. Oh, <laughs> sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, it's okay. No, I don't mind being here for them. Um, it's you know family. Yeah, right. take care of. <laughs> so you're actually coming back to visit then and joining yeah. us. Yes, correct. Yeah, I'm only here on a visit. I'm up here. I have a couple of other gigs oh. in the next couple of days, and I'm back down in the springs for a week. And that is so awesome. Yeah, you feel so blessed. <laughs> Thank you yes. so much. Yeah. Right on. Right on. So you're monogamish because you guys 
swing. We swing and we, you know, we like to share and we like to play, but um, we just don't have the time to deal with um, teaching people how to communicate effectively in a polycule. Right. So if we meet the right person, if we meet the right people, then that is a possibility. We are open to being friends with our play partners. That's not an issue. We are open to having, you know, more of a relationship with the people we're with. But ultimately, it's just been a lot easier just to have the, oh, let's do a swap. It's good to see you. Have a few drinks, maybe have dinner you know and mm-hmm. go back home together and <laughs> oh yeah oh, do you yeah. do you typically only play with daddy um no actually um i do have someone here in the denver area that i have permission to film with and been playing with him some done, done some spanking shirt and tie video stuff with um have oh, also nice. you know have permission to do porn stuff and have done one of those but my problem is tech I, do, I suck at tech, so I've got videos, but I need someone to put that shit together. But he doesn't mm-hmm. have time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. That's okay. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, it sounds like you're very monogamish then. Yep. On both the work level and personal level. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So were you doing this dominatrix type stuff and... You, you refer yourself as a pro switch. Correct. Um, so let's educate our audience on what a pro switch is first. Okay, well, a switch is someone who does both topping or doming or being a bottom or a submissive, and we can fly either way. Um, I actually will switch in the middle of sessions quite often for people. It's quite, uh, you know, a lot of people love that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so, but with, with the BDSM community, usually you're either a dom or a sub, mm-hmm. um, but there is this, th- those of us that are in between and we're switches and we can do either or. And I'm very sadomasochistic, so I like to be beaten really hard or I like to beat the shit out of you. That's my preference. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, ultimately, when you book a session with me, it's based on your preference as a client. What is what is it that you're looking for? And I primarily run around in the spanko scene, so I do a lot of spankings. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. And a lot of your work is commissioned then? Yes, yes. So how, just out of curiosity, how do you determine how much somebody's going to pay? Like, what's your, like, um, if I spank okay. you 30 times? <laughs> oh, uh, and, and does it switch up by, like, hey, you get the hand? And that's, you know, whatever. And then the paddle, and that's a little bit more, you um, know. You, you have a negotiation for what implements are used during a session. Usually it starts with a hand and can progress all the way to a paddle. And, but you're generally paying for an hour of my time. Time. Okay. So it's about how much time am I spending? How much time is it going to take me to make whatever you've asked me to make? How much time will it take me to set up the cameras and the lights or the videographer like if I have to get him mm-hmm. and I have to get another model and I'm herding cats right <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> herding cats is not an easy job to do no um. <laughs> oh man yeah once you start getting more people and hey does this work for you does this work and then you're like ah oh. Anytime yeah. there's moving parts like that, it's always difficult. Uh, well, and but it also helps when um, it is a commissioned work. I try to make sure everyone is getting something out of the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So it's not um, a one-sided thing. If I'm, you know, asking you to schedule a specific time for me, 
I'm expecting you to be there for several hours knowing that you have to set up the lights and you have to set up the camera and you have to talk about the placement in whatever studio we're in, right? Like, we, right. we could be in a hotel room. We could be in a house. Yeah, because everything's switching all the time. Well, well, yeah. well I'm flying everywhere, you mm -hmm. know? So a lot of times, um, a lot of the things I've um, been hired for have been in a hotel room at a spanking convention. Oh, yeah, okay. so so a lot of the work I've done has been there. Um, my favorite uh, studio is here in Denver, um, and that's Real Spankings. They're fantastic. They're, like, the best to work for. Love them. That's really? awesome. So when did you start being a pro switch and custom entertainer as your job? As my job? I started that in the end of 2017. Okay. Oh, so, so you've yeah. been doing this quite some time. Oh, for a little while, yeah. Nice. And uh, you get most of your business, you said earlier, through Instagram and Twitter. Well, um, to be fair, some of my, um, like, in real life clients, my consistent clients were met at conventions before. When you first started. Oh, when okay. I first started. Or, you know, I would have picked up more people that I'd be working with right now if it was a normal world and conventions were still happening. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. um, but what I also do, though, is, is I'll get, like, commissions on Instagram and Twitter to get videos. You know, you want, you right. want a specific video with whatever sort of kink or whatnot. Um, I don't actually. I've never really sold any boy-girl stuff. It's all been mostly solo or if the if it has been boy girl there was no sex or sexual touching i don't sell that in person um and for some reason i've been able to manage to mostly not have to do that on camera either oh that wow amazing yeah. hmm. so, it's yeah. amazing oh, wow. how how <laughs> uns how the bdsm community is really not about sex yeah it's that still blows my mind because mm -hmm. that's what everybody thinks it is. Mm -hmm. And you know, for us personally, I like to be tied up, I like to be spanked, but that's about as far as we've gone. Mm -hmm. um, we do the cross and things like that mm -hmm. at some of our clubs, um, and I've been on there, but other than that, we're not as in the BDSM scene. Mm -hmm. So, in doing this job and doing mm -hmm. the podcast, we've learned a lot more on the BDSM side and how it's really detail oriented, there's so many more mm -hmm. rules. <laughs> There's such another level of respect, even other than the lifestyle mm -hmm. and the swinging. And it's primarily not about sex. It's that crazy. That blows my mind. I know. That blows my mind. <laughs> it, it's very strange, mainly because you think that they're getting some sort of sexual gratification just from the pure hitting <laughs> pain. <laughs> some, and so some people can get off from that. And uh, on a personal level, for me, sex and kink was personally interconnected when I started I didn't start yeah. this as a professional <laughs> right I was I was in the lifestyle for many years before I actually decided to capitalize on it really wow yeah. and so what just made you come into this one day you were like oh you know maybe I can do this um well I uh got diagnosed with uh, severe allergies I'm allergic to the front range uh-huh Oh my God! So is my husband. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> right? Everything. Yeah. yeah. And everything. They, they put me on a bunch of medications, kind of screwed my world, oh. and uh, I had to make the decision to get off of that. And I also made the decision that I didn't belong in corporate America anymore. I didn't belong 
and you know because I, I worked for the state at one point no no more no like I'm Mm-mm. good <laughs> you were ready to do something that f- made you happy and fulfilled yeah you. and like I would travel everywhere and that's I kind of, I'm kind of a gypsy and I had always dreamed about like owning a van and like you know driving cross country and being one of those like hippie girls van life <laughs> van yeah. life right? right yeah I would totally be one of those girls and well, just beating some asses along the way yeah yeah well <laughs> instead of instead of driving I fly <laughs> and then I nice. beat some asses here and there <laughs> <laughs> I love it oh my gosh so you converted this into a full-time job now mm-hmm. where you primarily do commission work videos and then you do some in-person pro mm-hmm. switching yep wow I know and so how does daddy feel about all that 100% supports me. He knew that that was my job before I met him. Like, I met him oh. right after I started. It wasn't very long after. Mm-hmm. I actually, before I started this, I was doing some research and arranged a um, paid-for trip to L.A. by saying, hey, you know, I'm interested in, like, you know, possibly moving out there. Let me check this out. And got a dude to pay to bring me out there. And then I got, like, a tour of L.A. and, like, the Lower South Coast. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. So you just got to negotiate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if your mama didn't teach you how to bargain, then your mama forgot to teach you something. <laughs> I love it. Everything's negotiable. Everything's yeah. negotiable. <laughs> yeah. So now you fly all over. Mm-hmm. And post-COVID, you're hoping to even go international? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll, I'll definitely be making it overseas. Um, and I know that as soon as I have the clear to know that I'm going over there, it won't be hard to pick up gigs. I know some people in Spain. I know some people in the UK. And oh wow! Yeah. So you're so just gonna go over there and just hop, hop around, uh, well, hop around. That what I would really, what I'm trying to convince my client to do is, is hey, let's take a few months and, and let's just, just do travel. the European tour. <laughs> um, that would be nice. We did that for a month. <laughs> yeah. And it is amazing. It was. Yeah, I've been to Prague in the Czech Republic. And I've been to the UK before, but um, I haven't gotten to do the, you know, the dream tour. Oh, <laughs> like that's oh what nice. I want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> the, the, the two places I haven't been in Europe. <laughs> we went all I'm, Southern. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. We've, I yeah, bet oh, it was yeah. gorgeous, though, and, and most <sighs> enjoyable. <laughs> oh, it was our favorite trip. It was. Ever. It, was it was our most favorite trip. I Perfect love, trip. I would love <laughs> to do a Mediterranean, like, cruise. That would be fabulous. Oh God! Wouldn't yes, that it would. Be great? Yes, it would. <laughs> I don't know yeah. when cruises are going to come back. I have a, I have a feeling that's going to be one that's further even down the line than you getting back to the UK. <laughs> Quite oh, probably, um, just because uh, the close quarters are so right. close. They're so, and you're mm-hmm. trapped. Hard. You're trapped. There's no, there's no sending somebody to the hospital on a ship. Oh, yeah. No. no, and it's kind of hard to quarantine. You end up just having to quarantine the whole damn show. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> The whole floor, right? right. <laughs> no, well, I mean, like how th- the question is is like how are the uh, venting systems right. set up? Like, mm-hmm. are they connected? Are exactly. they HIPAA filters? Are they blah blah blah? Right. <laughs> yeah. Different world we live in. Stuff that we never used to think about. So when you travel again, mm-hmm. how does that work with Daddy? So do you pre okay? I'm going to do this and I'm like, do you have to ask him for permission prior or how does your communication on, on that work? No, I manage what I need to manage and we communicate when, like if I know these are the dates I'm in California, we, you know, check our Mm -hmm. calendars, we coincide times to get together. And then if I'm flying somewhere, he knows that I'm going to be gone because I'm obviously not asking him 
<laughs> right, <laughs> to get right. together, yeah. and uh, um, and and also uh, he travels for his work as well, and so oh, nice. um, when we were dating long distance, he ha- was able to make the arrangements through his business to fly out here and get hotels and see you oh, that while works. doing business. Oh, <laughs> business. yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta be smart, right? <laughs> <laughs> that works perfectly. Yeah, communication is super hard, especially oh, already in a monogamish relationship because mm-hmm. communication is really key for it all to work mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. you filter in that also is your job <laughs> and traveling oh my doing gosh. it long distance i imagine it it takes a lot of work so how is your guys's communication we talk every day uh, and we may not like have an in-depth conversation per mm-hmm. se mm-hmm. but we don't have to have that um i'm 40 all <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. right <laughs> i'm 40 i've lived a little I've been around the block. I'm divorced. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not codependent, essentially. He's not codependent. We lead busy lives. We get together as often as possible. Um, he has elderly parents. I have elderly parents. Like you know, uh, A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. So we cherish the time we get together. He treats oh. me like a queen. You know, like it, you know, makes me really happy in bed. Oh, <laughs> right? And if I need extra dick, all I have to say is, "Daddy, I need some more. I need. I'm not getting what I need right now." And I did that, like, um, partway through COVID. I was like, "I, I need some dick." <laughs> <laughs> now, would you say that you had to ask him that because your sexual um, levels are on a different page like he doesn't require as much as you do um well uh, i think it's because my sexual levels went higher because <laughs> i'm an old lady now um. and <laughs> your hormones are going crazy yeah um yeah i mean i i'm you know started perimenopause so i'm <sighs> in that place where my I feel like I'm a teenager again and I'm like give it (laughs) (laughs) so is there a big age difference with you and daddy um well honestly he is 10 years older than me okay (laughs) okay okay so um and uh he is he's fabulous and I like them older they have more maturity and they're put together better and (laughs) 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 he has you know chivalry that concept he he was taught that. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, right here. <laughs> He's Serious. very good at that. Open, open the door. I don't have to pay for anything. He is really, he treats me like a queen. Right, like so with daddy, that's the, that's what you get is is someone who, if I'm having a bad day, I need someone to bring me down a notch because I, you know, sometimes your emotions are going up. I can be like, daddy, <laughs> and he'll he can bring me down a notch because he's like, hey, hey, hey calm and collected and, and knows how to like do that and, and and sometimes I have to tell him look you know now's not a good time to talk to me I uh I'm not in a good frame of mind <laughs> right and I'll, I'm just gonna be a bitch to you and that's not acceptable so I will talk to you tomorrow oh it, right I like love the communication <laughs> love it love yeah. it so do you live with daddy in California mm-hmm. oh so you're very independent from that relationship mm-hmm. yeah wow. That's She's awesome. A very independent woman. Yes. <laughs> Does Daddy have any other relationships outside of you? No, just work and his family obligations. Um, okay. He has a couple of jobs. I'm not going to tell you what he does. Oh yeah. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> do, do either of you guys have kids? No. Okay. No, no. I can't have them. He never had them. Doesn't want them. 
hey it works perfectly. perfect situation <laughs> <Yeah>. perfect situation <laughs> that oh, is, and it, it would be hard with your lifestyle i with know flying and traveling as much as you do mm-hmm. and we we don't have pets either <laughs> yeah no responsibilities I oh well we have it. responsibilities just not those <laughs> not that not those not those you no know responsibilities yeah. for like other living beings yeah. <laughs> yeah. family but not not yeah. animals yeah not babies you know right. babies take so much out of your world and they're precious i there was a time when i wanted them but to be fair i wouldn't be flying everywhere yeah. and doing all these fun things and you know driving up and down the east coast and driving all over texas and oh. <laughs> you know doing all this stuff all that over you california to do. yeah exactly like when i when i moved in january i drove from colorado all the way up to california you know <laughs> oh, nice yeah nice <laughs> so. so you have some kind of routine clients though then mm-hmm. that you see how does that work? So when you go visit them, are they paying you per hour again that you're out there? Depends or? on what sort of, um, you know, arrangements they've made. Okay. So it could be per hour, per day, per, you know, oh, I'm, I would like you to hang out with me for a week and we're going to do these adventures while you're here with me. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. A whole week. What's the longest, you, what, what's the longest um, okay. trip you've been on? <laughs> a normal world, I was mm-hmm. usually gone for four to six weeks at a time. Then I would be home. Oh, wow. For, you know, two to four weeks, depending on how long I was gone. Because you need, you need some self-care, some mm-hmm. rejuvenation time. <laughs> so, right. like, get the hell away from me time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was well, way longer. Well, you're so independent, too. Yeah. That alone time you probably miss after being six weeks. Oh, I have to have a very healthy balance between me time. And I also, though, I do need some spotlight. Like, I am a little spotlight for... <laughs> <laughs> give me the attention give me, give me, give me. Look, look at me so what kind of weird kinky things have you been asked to do have you ever turned anybody down oh i mm. t- turn people down all the time what don't um, you do well um hard limits are you know no bodily fluids that includes blood urine scat on none of that <laughs> right that's good um no minors is very much important. Oh, yeah. You know, no animals. I'm definitely not going to have any of that. Right. Let's be straight here. Um, and um, if you're g- if you're doing like a session with me in real life, you're not allowed to touch me sexually. You can't touch me, my breasts. You can't touch my vagina. You can't touch my ass, like my anus. Right. Like mm-hmm. uh-huh. you can spank my my globes that's what you know you're allowed to spank me if that's part of the arrangement but you're not allowed to touch me sexually oh yeah so you have a very strict do you write like a contract up for each client or or is it more of just a verbal um it's usually uh done electronic communication um so that there is some sort of agreement and then there's another verbal like you sit down like you don't just like walk in the room and start yeah. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> right like you you sit down you talk you confirm a few things and then you you, you get set up and and then you start <laughs> and then you start like there's negotiations to be had you want to make sure that you're still on the same page that they haven't adjusted anything a lot of times there's role play involved so quite a bit of time i'm you know playing a part yeah i'm a, a secretary or i'm a schoolgirl or i'm whatever <laughs> oh, okay okay yeah like i for for real spankings they do like school it's like a institute for corrective behavior kind of stuff and oh. uh so like in spanking world that's a lot of disciplinarian things and like 
so it's like you know a lot of people kind of want that corrective discipline and they'll use it to do things like you know I've had people you know practice more and this that or the other whatever their goal is I do it's basically life coaching <laughs> oh, <laughs> like wow. you coach you coach them to you know get their shit together or you know clean up their acts or you know strive to get to this goal that that's been kind of out of reach and you just oh, wow. so, <laughs> so nice. walk us through that so somebody reaches out to you mm-hmm. and what's the process from you know, typically they're reaching out on Twitter. You said they're sliding into your DMs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and, or they're sending you a message on Instagram or something mm-hmm. like that. Or email. You know, there's a, th- there's a various ways you can, can contact mm-hmm. me. Yep. Um, so with that, uh, a lot of times um, you just you just ask them, hey, well, wha- how can I help you? <laughs> what, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's up? And um I would have to say that, you know, if you're not careful, you're going to waste all day with a bunch of idiots. So if you, depending on how they respond to you is depending on how much time you actually give them or not. Because if they say, how can I, I I would like to get something from you. I'd like to, you know, I see that you are a spanking model or whatever, or you're a dominatrix and I need that in my life or <laughs> mm-hmm. right. So if they have the appropriate approach, then you, you know, might spend a little bit more time with them, but they understand that they need to give you a deposit or give some sort of investment for mm-hmm. your time. Um, if you are wanting to negotiate an in real life session, you're going to give me a deposit and it's transferable, but not refundable, honey. <laughs> right. You. Like, right. okay. So I'm willing cause life happens. You, oh, you got sick. You got the flu. Yeah. I don't want to see you. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay. That's cool. Thanks for letting me know. I'll let you know some more times here in a little bit. I got to look at my calendar mm-hmm. and then like, we'll get together before I leave or when I come back. Right. You know, but it's like, no, if you canceled that original date, then you have to wait till the schedule is available again to see you. Businesswoman yeah. through and through. <laughs> so how much of your schedule would you say is booked from this? Would you say it's as much as a full time job, like 40 hours a week that you're doing this? Um, no, thankfully not. No. Um, part of <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it should be. I don't know whoever came up with a stupid I forty, know, uh, 40 I hour know. work week. Anyways, I know. So, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I top out at nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, no. Um, it just uh, it depends. Like if it's say a convention, I could be working for Thursday, Friday, Saturday into Sunday, mm-hmm. and not really have much of a break in there. Yeah. Right. Right. And then you can walk away from that with some money to survive for a a bit or whatever. And, you know, you just be smart about it. And one of the ways to be smart about it is, is when you go on these adventures, don't pull your fucking wallet out. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So primarily they're paying for everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't pull my wallet. I just like, can I do that? Can we do this? Can I have that? <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, well, they've already flown you out. You right. know, what are they going to say? No. <laughs> so what does your average client look like? Um, you know, there isn't really, per se, an average client. I would say that I'm fairly shocked at how many attractive men come to me for, like, little strip teases and stuff. Because huh. I'll do, like, little video, like, Skype show kind of things, right? Where. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and a lot of those clients will buy like, you know, three to 10 minutes. And then half the time, they're like these really attractive dudes. And then they only use like half that time, if that. And you're like, well, thanks for the extra monies. <laughs> yeah. Three to 10 minutes? Three to 10 minutes. Yeah. It's really And you're easy. doing the little dance. Are you guys seeing. Is it a two-way camera off the, via Skype, or are oh, they it can, just looking it can be at you? Like, it can be any video format that you are well comfortable using. Wow. And then, and then you both have your camera on, right? And so the, you're usually just doing a little dance, and, you know, they're touching themselves. Like, I'm not touching them. They're touching themselves. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so they'll pay for 10 minutes and not even use half the time? There's a lot of that, yeah. Wow. I know. Huh. You were in the wrong business, five girl. Five minutes. Five <laughs> minutes and you're out the door. You got five minutes, buddy. <laughs> That's hey, amazing. I know. What would you say age range is? Yeah, demographics. I get quite a few, like, 20s, mid-20s. Okay. Sometimes, like, early 20s. I haven't seen, we don't usually, usually see teenagers in any way, but it's usually, like, once they're kind of, like, in college and have been there for couple of years have mm -hmm. some money in their pockets right, right. like <laughs> right Something they're like oh yeah yeah let's do this mm -hmm. um but then i also have clients that are as old as like you know 75 oh wow so it just depends mm -hmm. um on who is willing to you know go out there and reach for their dreams in that essence because first off you have to have enough guts to come find me you you need to know what it is that I'm doing right like right. you you need to know what it is you want and I have clients that are on the older side of the scale that had nightmares back in the day before internet trying to find people to engage in their kink with getting just spankings no uh -huh. sex just yeah. just some spankings and not even heavy spankings like they just light spankings we just, we just we really want to you know see a girl's butt jiggle light isn't it's just like a massage it really is oh my <laughs> god i'm sure before the internet it had to be like so scary you know because mm -hmm. everybody's kink is just their kink would you say about 50 percent of the time you turn them down or um no no because no the people that actually approach me appropriately they get the job like they pay me they take care of me they appreciate me. They know that they're better off with me because the thing that I provide that some other um, like fine doms might not provide is the illusion of your kink being enacted without it actually me financially raping you and everything that you have. But we play the game, the mind game, right? Like, so mm. I care about the people I work with. I want to see you succeed. I don't want you to become financially destitute because you're talking to me. And so does that <laughs> happen a lot in your community? It, yeah. it will happen a lot in the sex world where if someone has that kink where they really want a woman to take whatever they want and all their money and take over my accounts and do this and that, they have lost their entire world to that kind of stuff. And um, so I'm willing to play the mind game. I like to mind fuck you, play the game, but I, I actually in the end really care about where you are 
as a human, like, I want you to be okay. Because <laughs> you, you have, like, morals and yeah. ethics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now you've reached the part where they've reached out to you. They've told you what you want. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a time where you've gone ahead and done it, but then you're like, no, we can't do repeat business? Um, I have cut people off before because they crossed boundaries or lines. Um you don't uh, ever want to misstep in the BDSM community or in the kink community, especially with models or people who do it professionally because we have a network. Mm-hmm. They will get blacklisted. They will get blacklisted. You, If you screw up enough, you won't be able to go to the parties. If you or the conventions, as I've mentioned before, mm-hmm. parties, conventions, same thing. So you overall have felt safe doing this when you travel and everything like that and you're meeting um, a person? Well, I was a corrections officer at one point in oh. my past, in the uh, past oh life. So you're used to <laughs> oh beating ass. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? Just a totally different oh kind. Oh, my gosh. Good for you. Well, it teaches you situational awareness. Right. Okay. And um, I didn't have guns or tasers. No. Yeah. I had my hands. I had handcuffs. I had shackles. I had coworkers. And we were able to, you know, use joint manipulations, um power pressure points right different things that you do and so if you um are actually situationally aware you don't ever have to engage Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay if you um present yourself as a victim then you're gonna be one honey if you learn how to say post up like i have taken the bart in san francisco all over the place by myself gotten off in the middle of San Francisco, hoofed it everywhere by myself with a backpack on, no problem, meeting new people, meeting new contacts, doing the networking, you know, hoofing it. And it's just if you if you know how to present yourself, if you know how to, you know, put your back against the wall while you're checking your phone and you do the scanning, like, hey, I see you. How are you? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. Like you, you, if you acknowledge, if you know how to act and you're respectful, that's really key. Like you don't need to have an attitude. Just you, you can smile. If they say hi to you, say, hi, have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's <laughs> really easy to share love. And, um, and a lot of times the universe will provide people for you in instances that, that will provide extra security as well. So oh. on that, you know, on adventures in the Bart, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in the, you know, um, Lake Merritt, Oakland area, not the best mm-hmm. of stops on the Bart, uh, you run into security guards that you jive with because, hey, you were a corrections officer and they see you doing security guard or correction officer behavior. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And they kind of like come and say, hey. How are you doing? Especially when you're, you know, a five one, hundred and twenty pound girl. <laughs> right. That's why I say. Right. <laughs> That's why I pose the question because you're yeah. traveling to meet these people that you've mm-hmm. maybe had a conversation with via text or phone or email, and you know, have you ever gotten in a position where you're like, oh, I need to get out of here quick? Mm, yeah. No. Uh, no, because you have a safety net. If it's a new client that I've never met before, I have a check-in procedure. There's certain people that I check with in with 
one of them has to be like in my vicinity so you have to be able to like get to me <laughs> oh, <got it>. okay <laughs> right um and then daddy is always a part of that circle so if daddy doesn't hear anything then all hell's gonna mm-hmm. break loose right because right. <laughs> then daddy's gonna be like this is where she was this was the last communication this is Mm-hmm. And and the police are going to be contacted, and they're told that, and they I tell them there's a certain procedure, and I'm not going to tell you what that procedure is, but I'm going to need to get on and off of my phone at certain times to ensure that we don't have that thoughts here. And you have to listen to your gut too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, if you aren't capable of listening to your gut and being assertive, like if you speak up, nine times out of ten the person is going to stop. Because they're so startled that you even said anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Nice>. Right. <laughs> they, yeah, you're right? this dainty little female. They don't expect that from you. They're just like, oh, oh, okay. Right, right. Well, and but, you know, as a dainty little female, I mm-hmm. like to beat the shit out of yes. you. So most of these people have seen my portfolio. They've seen my work. They see the kind of beating I can take. They see the kind of beating I can give. So where is that portfolio? I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Where, what's see. the website? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's on, if you go to my Fat Life page, you can see some of the, the guys I've worked with that have allowed me to take pictures of their really bruised bums on there. That can show you some of it. If you um, get, like, order a custom, you can see it then. But, like, if you're really wanting us to get bruised or be bruising someone you need to be paying for oh, that yeah. because you're taking someone out of work for time like you can't take sexy butt pictures or <laughs> new right. pictures with yellow and green on your bruises <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. it takes a little bit of the time like, for them to uh, go away well and some people like that and so s- you can get like a small market of that and you know, sometimes it can like fade in a cool way so but usually like once you have the b- the heavy bruising it's within the first like 72 hours that you can get some pretty cool photos and then it becomes that just like awful healing bruise shit. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. That no matter uh, what angle you take a picture at, it looks nasty. Yeah, mm, and there's I no know. there's no putting makeup on my pasty ass. <laughs> okay. Do like, you I have any sort of other recovery process? Um, you use uh, Arnica. Arnica. Oh, yeah. That's Arnica huge. is your friend. Yeah. Um, Orally and lotion or... Uh, I will sometimes do the oral, but it's mostly just the, the cream on your bootay. Mm-hmm. And that's especially important when you're at a convention to have that because if you don't, it um, you need the swelling to go down. Like you're doing like back to back to back to back mm-hmm. things. And, and if you don't watch it, you can't work the whole weekend. And so you use the Arnica and you plan your, your sessions in such a way that you are never, you know, fully – used up (laughs) yeah right right? you know what would probably help her (laughs) so we have been huge on uh, you know this health kick as Mm -hmm. as many people have post-covid and i've been researching and looking into all these alternative therapies and i bet you compression therapy because it's essentially the same thing you've bruised the muscle and Mm -hmm. you're having to repair and heal where do you get it around your butt though the hip one so we have a compression therapy set that we uh-huh. wear, and you have boots, and it essentially detoxifies you, and it cleans out your lymphatic system, and it's nice. it's almost like a massage, a deep massage. I, um, I can take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of athletes use it to recover. Mm-hmm. So post, you know, a triathlon or post, you know, a heavy workout or mm-hmm. something like that, they'll put these boots on, 
and it helps speed up the recovery process. I guess the question for me would be like how much space do they take up and how happy are they? Right, because you're traveling a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, I so um, I prefer flying um, Southwest because they – give you two bags for free, bags. <laughs> two bags for free. well actually if you stop and think about it they give you three bags right because you have the carry, carry on. on the two checks and your personal item mm -hmm. which if you're smart about it is a nice backpack <laughs> right, oh, <laughs> the right. Four things. so yeah. it's really it's really four nice. things because technically that backpack is really a carry-on in and of itself mm -hmm. right as long as it fits under the seat that's the key that's your personal item needs to fit under the seat and they make backpacks that you can stuff to the gills and right, right under there. Right huh? under there, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know sex toys are fucking heavy. Yeah, they are. Like th yeah, that and you have to be careful. Like you're not gonna um, rock those through TSA unless you want to embarrass the TSA agent because they're gonna have to open that shit. Right. Oh <laughs> yeah. So right. Like um, and, and sometimes you know if you are feeling especially devious you could do that or if you just haven't <laughs> experienced it yet that you didn't know that that's something you have to not do what's this paddle for <laughs> I know. Um, you know they actually don't they don't care about paddles it's when it has like the motor and looks like it could be a bullet or a bomb, oh yeah right so like, like it has to be like a dildo that you're <laughs> you know like or if i had like a metal flogger or something that was in my bag then they might be like what what, what is this? What is this? <laughs> right. Let me show you. That, <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Let me give you a tutorial. Uh-huh. Well, and, you know, don't wear anything sparkly either. You know, no pretty sparkly sweaters. I don't care if it's a holiday. Don't do it. <laughs> Why is that? Because no you're going to get a whole pat down, honey. <laughs> oh. oh, going through security. Okay, I see yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wear it. Don't, it may, you may be excited about whoever you're seeing. You may want to wear this after you get there. Okay, great. Put it in your carry-on. Sure, wonderful. <laughs> oh, man. But don't wear it through the, the metal detector. You're going to get the whole. Yep. Mm -hmm. We have to touch you everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. oh, and they always are like, would you like a private room? And I'm like, well, just, just do whatever you want. Get it over with. I don't have nothing to hide. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> it's more embarrassing for them. I appreciate you. I'm sorry. I won't wear a sweater like this again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, recovery has to be huge. Mm -hmm. So so when you do a convention or something like that, then are you out of work for three or four days post? Um, You hopefully if you're smart about it have made enough money that it doesn't really matter what you're doing right mm -hmm. a week or two after right or you know if you, you just mm -hmm. you plan your schedule in such a way that it's not an issue mm -hmm. and it only takes me a week to heal which is nothing nice. takes some people a couple weeks right it just depends on who you are what you are um you know i'm gonna guess that the older i get maybe it will slow down a little i, I am 40 I, but i'm still healing in a week so i don't know <laughs> so personal preference do you prefer beating or taking the beating um you know that's an excellent question uh i really do enjoy beating the shit out of people <laughs> <laughs> so you like more of the dog and role. you say people so do you do this for women as well mm -hmm. okay so you have what female clients as well um you know a lot of times i end up picking females as like examples at uh at conventions and stuff because they're just a lot of fun to play with you know they're not going to cross any lines right um and they're just they, they just they're a joy um i have had some females buy some videos 
but um, a lot of times uh, I don't really think I'm I'm more of like a European client kind of like a, the European folk love me a lot okay <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's all the glasses. It's the, it's the nerd. It's the it's nerd yeah. and the yeah. schoolgirl. I'm looking at her Instagram. It's it's adorable. <laughs> By the way, you want to shoot out your Instagram? Oh, that's a that's yeah. A, everything. Right. Come on at now. At Isabella Dollish. That's Isabella Dollish. D O L L I S H. And if you don't know how to spell Isabella, that's I S I B E L L A. Oh, did I spell that right? No, nope. you didn't. <laughs> I, I totally did. I S I S A B E L L A. Thank you, thank you. I was like, wait a second, I fucked that up. You know, I never did say it was a professional spelling bee person. Nope, nope. No. Just a pro switch. Just a pro switch. There and you, you go. Gave, and you gave me a drink, so don't look at me. Hey. <laughs> I love how you have your wish list, your Amazon wish list, highlighted in your Instagram bio. Well, you know, it's a good way to introduce yourself as, hey, um, I just bought this for you off of your list. Um, I'd like to see you wear it. Like, if you buy me something, you're usually going to get a picture of it or you're going to see it posted on my Instagram in some way. Um, Depending on, um, a lot of times I I might not give a shout out to you specifically, but I'll make a reference to you in the the comment. Yeah. You know, like, because I'm not trying to sell out who you are mm. right mm. <laughs> like if you want to interact in my comments with me then i'll talk to you all day long but i'm not going to sell you out right <laughs> gosh so would you f- do you would you say that you find people that are looking for more of a relationship from you um there are f- a f- quite a few people that try to play that noise <laughs> um. <laughs> I, love I was wondering because you know because they're like let me buy you stuff oh let me i know take care of you yeah. um with the right arrangement you can have what i call the girlfriend experience where i'll come and hang out with you for extended extended period of time and we adventure and i help you do whatever in your home or whatever we go get things done and (laughs) right (laughs) we go get things done the girlfriend experience Mm -hmm. with the girlfriend yeah with the girlfriend experience like you you negotiate a certain rate and certain things are gonna happen um and depending on like how like how far are you flying me are you are you taking me to Europe? <laughs> are right. you taking me mm-hmm. just down to LA? Are you taking me <laughs> right? Right. Where Where are you taking me? So I try to factor in the, in the fact that oh, we're gonna go to see Broadway plays and we're gonna go to this museum and we're gonna I'm paying for you to get here and back and you you basically you know you it, I t- I try not to be super greedy about it but always make sure that I have enough. To have a roof over my head, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and get to do do and see all the fun things, huh? Right. I mean, really, what it comes down to is, is just don't pull out your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "We're here," and uh, so yeah. I guess I'll pay for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and they're just paying for your time, you know. And you like, you well, I have an education. I have experience. Um, I'm not your spring chicken trying to jump into this. I've actually been kinky since I was 17. Okay. Right? Like, since actually prior, prior to that, really. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> were you remember uh, hide and seek that I told you about? Yeah. Right. I oh, yeah. To, I used to collar my friends and 
drag them around by a leash and collar and sometimes I'd make them get on all fours in the dance floor and I would drag them around as like kittens or puppies or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Were you spanking them too? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but like it wasn't like you know hour long scenes or negotiations. Right. We were you know kids, but this is what we we enjoyed it and I you know I'm I'm a natural or something. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So is that really just out of curiosity is that how you started? Um in the BDSM community, mm-hmm. that's where my dream started. I was misguided in the early years. Because I kind of went after the, you know, whole uh, American dream, white picket fence, two and a half oh. things. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> Whatever. Oh. Dogs, cats, yeah. kids, something. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I went after that. Had the most beautiful wedding. Had a wonderful husband. We're still friends. He's wonderful. Um, but ultimately realized that that was not where I belonged. That was not where he belonged. Um, but w- it was with my ex-husband that we were able to experience some of these things that allowed me to really get a little bit more educated and, and be more in the real BDSM community versus my own personal playground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Right? So it was like these are my friends and my lovers and partners that I'm doing all these things too. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the community. Do you guys? You used to have conventions. It sounds like. Oh yeah, and there they'll be uh, once COVID stuff is lifted, they'll they'll come back. Come back. Um, some of them will hopefully. I know there is you know a couple that are scheduled to be returning as long as things continue to go in the proper direction. Um, and uh, as far as other things like um, you can go to the private BDSM clubs, even the swinger clubs. All the swinger clubs always have, like, kink night, some night. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our favorite nights. <laughs> yeah. And so I'll, you know, I'll go out and hand out my cards, like, when I'm in New York City and, and have, like, the evening off because my client's at work or something. I'll go out and hand out my cards. <laughs> nice. So are Market. you in every part of the kink? Like, do you do electricity? Do you do... Um, I enjoy electricity. I do not have my own violet wand. Um, I haven't been asked to do an electrical scene since I've started this. Um, that's, you know, a little bit more niche. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind being a, an electric model. That would be kind of fun, I guess. But uh, ultimately... Um, I really like impact play. Okay. Okay. R- remember this whole beating? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We remember. You're a sadomasochist. Yeah. We got it. Yep. Yeah. So, so I sling around 50-pound bags when I go to the airports, right? Oh, my so, God. Right. <laughs> yeah, I like to beat shit. I like to <laughs> work out. Be tough. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Only reason I ask you uh, – Probably when it comes to kinks, electricity has been my favoritest new one. Mm-hmm. Your the favorite more w- new, yeah. yeah. In the more recent years, it's been it's been up there in the top five at least. Um, <laughs> Probably top two. Being <laughs> in the spanking community more so, which is what I've primarily frolicked in, mm-hmm. uh, they're more just about bum. They wanna they care about your butt. They care about a role play. They sometimes care about behavior correction. You okay. know, right, that back to that life mm-hmm, coaching mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's all catered to the client, but in spanking land, they don't 
they don't really care about your breasts. They don't care about your legs or your feet or your whatever. It's it's all about your bum, and they want to spank your bum, and they want to bruise your bum, and and they're happy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, and so it's like they're a special, that's another niche. Spankos yeah. are a niche, and it's like the most mild, and I think one of the most mild in the kink world because they are just so focused on that. Mm-hmm. And they they do a really good job of of staying within their their box and it's you know I've had more issues with consent violations anytime I've wandered over to BDSM conventions or into a BDSM party than I have in a spanking mm. scenario. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So how did you get into that? I started the Thanksgiving week in 2017. Um, helped host a party at a house in Inglewood. Met somebody who actually, you know, is a part of the company mm-hmm. that um, the the King of Spanking company, which is like real spankings, and they happened to come to my um, party, and uh, I had just started, and so I made arrangements to go and do an interview at the studio, and did the interview, and I've been working with them since, and wow. I have us, I have an actual, I'm scheduled on Friday for another shoot, and uh, been working with them regularly as much as you know. As I can. <laughs> the universe. The universe. Crazy. Well, um, because like literally, I started the week of Thanksgiving. We hosted that party the first weekend in December is when I met him, and then I did an interview later in December, sometime in December, and then my first shoot was that following January. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, it was like bam, bam, bam. Yeah, and then it was in April that I made it to my first convention, and then it went that that was the end of the story. Here I am, just nice. Did your family know? Yes. Everybody. I don't, I'm not in the closet now. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's got to feel like. I mean, my, I don't tell my dad about my being monogamish, mm. but he knows that I'm a model and I told him that I do spanking stuff and he knows that I travel and he knows where I travel. He's actually a part of my safety network now. Oh, <laughs> oh nice. Yeah, that's so awesome. my, my, my father wants to know. That I'm okay. <laughs> Good. That's awesome. Oh, God, parents, huh? Well, uh, and he's the one that you really have to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ask, ask the neighbor boys from growing up. He, he's the one you have to worry about. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> so you told him all from the, ba- from the get-go? Mm, it was after I was divorced and after I had been doing it for about, I think, a year, maybe a year and a half. Um, I didn't like dancing around the issue of trying to explain why I was in Texas or <laughs> New York City or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't like lying. And, and that was really what it was, is I was, like, obfuscating, and I didn't like that. So I was finally like, like, look, I could be on disability, and I don't want to be on all those medications. So instead of doing that, I'm doing this that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> nice. so. i can't thank you enough for coming on the show isabella it's really enjoyed you i know i know thank you so much thanks you, for you, you, we know your time is so important and precious yeah. and so <laughs> we for you to swing through it. here on your swing through <laughs> okay you so, so at isabella dollish it will be in the notes the right spelling oh yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> drew will take care of that for you cheers cheers everybody. cheers cheers <laughs> thank <Yes>. you <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Monogamish today and joining us with Isabella. It was such a great, great talk. Um, learning so much about what a pro switch is and 
learning about what the weird kinks are that everybody has. We really appreciate um, you guys all listening and tuning into that. Plus, we want to know how many spanks could you handle? Hmm. <laughs> so, how many if you links to the center? <laughs> 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 so, if you could do us a favor and go on your favorite less listening website, whether it's either iTunes or iHeartRadio, and drop us a comment. We want to hear from you. So, drop a comment on this episode. Let us know what you think and let us know how many spanks you can handle. Thank you.